Okay, Sensei Jackie, today we're going to start with a shout out to Cynthia at Honor Athletics. Of course. (laughs) Please support our sponsor. She hasn't been on since the very beginning. I do want to correct that. But really, she came on board like six months in. So let's call it the very beginning. I think so. And you can reach her at 770-945-5150. Or honor-athletics.com. Or better yet, just scroll down in our show notes and click the link. And don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. Are you guys ready? We're ready, Sensei. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, I'm Sensei Michelle here with Sensei Jackie and our mythology man extraordinaire, Ryan. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi, everybody. So, Ryan, what character are we looking at today? We are looking at the character Achilles from the legendary epic, The Iliad. Perfect, because that's the one we researched. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Let's quickly do our sources. I have it covered if it's okay. Cool. We used Britannica, BritishMuseum.org, DefinitelyGreece.com, Dexters.com, IMDb, and two YouTube sites, Grunge and EthoMe28. Yikes, right? Right. The last one was the one where I watched Family Guy, but now I'm way ahead of myself. And this will make people stay till the end because they'll want to hear about Family Guy, won't they? With Achilles? <laughs> I certainly think so. I think Peter Griffin could be him. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, will you start out with his birth, please? Oh, Sensei, his dad was a mortal named Peleus. Now, was he a king? Oh, he was a mortal king. Oh, that's interesting. Not a like a god king, a demigod king or one of those. No, I think the actual original myth was that um, the sea nymph, uh, Thetis. That's uh, his mom. His mom. She was courted by Zeus, and she rejected Zeus, and he said, okay, so now you rejected me, the greatest of all the gods, you're never going to get an immortal, you have to marry a, a mortal man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now exa- that's a great story. Right, that's exactly what I read. But I want to add real quick that Thetis was a sea nymph, and I had to look up what that was. I'm sure both of you did not, but I was like, hey. So it turns out that she was just like a divinity of the sea, so a goddess of the sea. I think her father was called the old man of the sea. So oh, that, thank you, Hemingway. So that's where we kind of get that motif from. Very interesting. But I think we should really get back to Achilles, if you don't mind. <laughs> History says he was handsome, a demigod. Also, his dad asked for help from the gods in raising his son because mom, the sea nymph, abandoned the family. So Achilles was raised by a centaur named Chiron. Okay, and here's a fun tidbit that I read. Chiron also taught Hercules. I like that fact since we did a Hercules show. That's true. So do you think we should look that on the show notes? I totally think so. And you know what? Chiron was supposedly a really wise centaur. He taught Achilles the art of war, and he also taught intellectual pursuits. Yes. During that time, he made a friend for life, that is, Achilles made a friend for life, named Patroclus. Did we get things right so far, Ryan? Oh, Sensei. Okay, then let's switch gears and tell the story of why the saying Achilles' heel is used in modern times to mean a weakness or a vulnerability. And can I add, before you tell us that, Ryan, 
there might be listeners out there who never heard that term. Oh, that's very possible. It's been around forever, but some terms change in their modern connotation. Right. So if after you listen to us, you can look it up. It's a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Give us the lowdown, Ryan. Austin say the myth goes like this. When Achilles was a child, his mom dipped him in the river Styx to make him invulnerable. It worked, except the spot where she was holding him, which was the heel. And that's how he died. Correct. And that's all the spoiler we're going to give you for now. We're going to finish telling you about his death in just a few minutes. Can we touch on a couple of facts about the River Styx, please, Ryan? Oh, I have a few facts. The River Styx was a river that people crossed to get to the underworld. And there was a ferryman who, if you gave him a coin, would take you across. But if you didn't have a coin, you're pretty much stuck in the limbo state. So uh, the underworld is essentially hell, right? It's unpleasant, but it's not torture. Okay. I did not know that. That's good to know. It's a place you wouldn't want to go, but you're not in flames. Oh, good. That's good to know. (laughs) Also, if you're paying a coin to be there, then it shouldn't be like you pay to go to a place that is going to burn you up. Us. Okay. So it's just the underworld. Us. I think the Hercules movie with a depiction of like Hades as being kind of like this like Satan character isn't really accurate. Hades is just, he rules the underworld, but he's not like this evil guy. He's more of like, he's just the king of the dead. That's all he is. And he's also like the opposite of, we'll say, a, a peaceful place. Uh, yeah. It's more, just, it's unpleasant. Like, Imagine Zeus is up here in the sky in a beautiful mm-hmm. realm of up there in the heavens. Mm-hmm. He's down below in a nasty, gross, wet, hot <laughs> underworld. <laughs> I'm not going to compare it to anything I know in real life. We're going to move on. <laughs> so add <laughs> me another fact, Ryan. Well, can I add one? Of course. The word sticks itself means shuddering and supposedly symbolizes a severe dislike of eternity. That's right. And to add one more fact, Styx is the name of a goddess that hung out on the edge of the world, the living in the world of the dead. So kind of like on a threshold. Ah, she must have been a powerful goddess. Oh, so I believe mo- most of the goddesses that the Greeks believed in probably had. Probably really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> they right. seem to be from everything we've learned well, so we, far. We did Diana, yeah. right? So we'll have to do another one. Yes. Okay. Let's move on to why Achilles was famous, which is the Trojan War. And according to legend, he was the greatest warrior of the army of Agamemnon in the Trojan War. Did I get all those names right? I I think so. But I, I need to mention something really quickly in case someone doesn't know this. The Trojan War was started because Helen, Queen of Troy, was kidnapped. Okay, good beginning. Achilles wasn't in the war when it first started. Us, like all good myths, an oracle predicted that Achilles would be killed in fighting in the war. His father tried hiding him, but another soothsayer said the war couldn't be won without him. So, Odysseus and Diomedes found him, and just like that, he was leading troops against Troy. That's right. He led 50 ships. His army was known as the Myrmidons. Us. And... He was the best fighter for the Greeks. Also, in case you wondered, as I did, the Greeks finally won the war using the Trojan horse. Now, if you don't know the story of the Trojan horse, no worries. It's a quick search, but also you can write us and we'll tell you all about it. Well, not all about it, 
but we'll answer the question basically. And here's how you're going to get in touch with us. We're all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. On Instagram, we're at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And you can email us at dojoconversations at aol.com. One more quick thing while I'm doing this. Now we have our podcasts up on YouTube. Oh, that's great. Not all of them because I'm doing this work manually, folks. But the cool thing about it is if you go to our YouTube page and click on videos or podcasts, the first six so far are up and it's the oldest ones. So if you're a new listener, you might not have heard those ones from back in the day. And that might be a fun thing for somebody to do. It sure is. So check it out if you get a chance. And also give us feedback anytime. We're very open to both compliments and criticism. How am I going to improve if people don't tell me what they want to hear? That's it. Okay. Where are we going to pick up at the fact that the war lasted nine years? Does that sound right? Sounds good to me, Sensei. So clearly, Ryan, a lot happened, right? Close. And one of those things was that Achilles quit fighting for Greece because he felt he was dishonored by a king named Agamemnon. Hmm. That's interesting to me because, you know, the honor and dishonor in these wars. But uh, way before politics was politics, backroom negotiations were happening. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yes. But in the end, Achilles decided he still wouldn't fight, but he would send his best friend in his place wearing his special armor. Right. So he sent Patroclus. However, when people saw the armor, they obviously thought it was him, right? Us. Okay, because the armor was distinct. Us. Very, very distinct. Okay. It was supernaturally like enchanted and powerful in some way. Right. And plus, way cool to look at. <laughs> but now we're at the place where Patroclus is wearing Achilles' armor in battle. And here come the death scenes. And there's a lot of them. Oh, they're <laughs> so, all over the place. Prep, guys. We need to introduce one of the sons of the Trojan king. His name is Hector, and he kills Patroclus thinking it's Achilles. Okay, did you guys stay with that? (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, Greek um, mythology is crazier than modern-day soap operas. I think that's where they got (laughs) them. Who's killing who? If I could could add one thing is um, you don't want to get on Achilles' bad side. This, This poem begins with the word wrath, and it's not just any wrath. It's Achilles' wrath. So uh, this guy is not someone you want to trifle with in right. any way. He takes revenge to a whole new level. Us. There's a, a series of revenges, as we're going to see here. Are you ready for it? Ready. So uh, that's what I wrote right in the script. And now we know the revenge killings are coming. But first, Achilles mourns the death of his friend. That's true. And if I read correctly, Achilles went back to the war just to avenge or let's just say revenge. Yes. His best friend's death. Again, Ryan, how are we right on this? Us. And they eventually duke it out in a duel, and he kills Hector, and he's so mad about his friend's death that he takes Hector, ties him to a chariot, and circles on the city of Troy, and they literally have to um, negotiate to get his body back. They literally have to negotiate, and finally the father says something to him. I can't remember what he said, but uh, Hector's father finally like came to him and pleaded. Don't you think that's how it went down? Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think um, I remember something he said was it was able to um, get to Achilles in some way, like yeah. kind of like, they, like as a, like a father mourning his son. Exactly, he softened Achilles' heart. Yeah, in just that moment, for just that moment, and then that's how he got his son's 
remains such as they were back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I could even be involved in all this. It's so bizarre. Okay. So that's one revenge killing down. Now, are we up to Achilles? I think so. Want to know how he died? Let's go for it. Okay. Hector had a younger brother named Paris and staying true to the revenge storyline. He shoots Achilles with an arrow in his only vulnerable spot, his heel. Us. Most versions of the myth say that the arrow was guided by Apollo. Is that what you know too? Us. Yeah, the, the, the gods in the war, they're pretty involved actually. They're invisible, but they're kind of like making sure that their preferred side was going to win. And they held grudges against some of the, the heroes and stuff like that. Just talking about mythology as a way to understand daily life, I can see its appeal because so much of daily life is confusing to us mortal people just going through days the days, don't you think? That's right. right. I can see the appeal of saying, hey, Apollo did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep us going. Well, I'm glad you didn't say that all of the versions say the same thing because this whole myth thing must have been the beginning of conflicting (laughs) histories. (laughs) You know, you're right about that. And so many side stories go on here. It's like when you tell somebody about a movie, you don't know which side story to put in and which one to leave out. (laughs) It's true. But before we get into the movie stuff, hey, I didn't even know I did that. Let's do a couple more facts on Achilles' alleged prowess in the Trojan War. Okay, I'll start, Sensei. Supposedly, Achilles and his troops took 23 cities, 12 by sea, and 11 by land. That's amazing. That's a lot. He also killed Penthesilea, who was the queen of the Amazons. She led her army in the Trojan War, and she fought for Troy. Although, going back to your sentence about confusing histories, some say the Amazons also fought for Greece. Where do you stand on that, Ryan? Did you read both as well? Oh, there was like a like all these different tribes and and peoples took sides in the war. And the Iliad itself is not just this regional war. They portray it's like this like cosmic battle. Like the whole world's taking sides on this fight between the Greeks and the Trojans. Everyone's joining in the fray. I got it. Either way, Achilles did kill the queen in the battle, but supposedly he also loved her, and he was so grief stricken. Right. And again, according to mythology, when one of the soldiers mocked him, Achilles killed that guy too. Go into what you said. (laughs) Right, Ryan? The dull fret of this guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to want to cross Achilles' path even when he's crying. No way. Okay. Enough with the short tempers and the revenge killings. Let's move on to Achilles and pop culture. Now, I went to IMDb. And they sorted all of Achilles' movies by popularity. Nice, right? That's pretty cool. Okay, if I start, Sensei? Sounds good. According to IMDb, two popular movies with Achilles in them are named after, who else? Helen of Troy. Remember her? Yes, I do. We already mentioned that she was the reason for the war. But we didn't say the saying, the face that launched 1,000 ships comes from this myth. Did I get that saying right? Yes, you did. The face that launched a thousand ships is an old, old saying that means that the person is beautiful. And everyone said that Helen of Troy was beautiful. Well, those that can remember her anyway. (laughs) Now you're just carrying on. (laughs) 
But there was a film starring another incredibly beautiful woman, Raquel Welch. But that film was from 1956. And it was probably one of our first IMDb films that they were talking about. Yes, it wasn't the number one, but it was in the top five. And also, you can look up Raquel Welch because... Let me ask you, Ryan, do you know who Raquel Welch is? No sensei. There you go. You see, you'll look her up. She was super beautiful. And if I'm not mistaken, died recently. Just very recently. Yeah, like in the last two years. Wow. Uh-huh. And she was beautiful forever. She just was a lovely person, obviously inside because it showed on her face. Right. right. Okay. I'm going to talk about a silent film. Really? Yeah. In 1924, it was made in Germany. Just all, everything about that sentence is so surprising to me. That in 1924, they were making films about mythology in Germany. Why not? And they called it, again, Helen of Troy. Oh. And since I will mention the newest one, which IMDb said was the most popular. It starred Brad Pitt and was made in 2004. It's called Troy. Did anyone see it? I did not see it. Did you see it, Ryan? Um, I have it on DVD. I bought it years ago. never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to watch it yeah. and then give me some feedback as to whether he's the only good thing in it. Us. And how it depicts him as far as whether he was the vengeful demigod that we know the mythology portrays him to be, right? That's right. Okay. Where are we going to? Oh, I see where we're going to go. We're finally back to Family Guy. Yay. I'm so excited about this. Achilles makes an appearance in an episode of Family Guy from 2019. And I'm going to do my best to explain this to you. It's called Heartburn. And the two main characters, I think they're the two main characters, Peter and Lois are celebrating their anniversary by reenacting famous love stories. So I watched the Achilles section on YouTube. And boy, did I laugh. I did not know I was going to laugh that hard. Are you a fan of Family Guy? Actually, I am. You so. know, I, I, I never really watched it until TikTok. And then like, TikTok shows you all these scenes. And now I'm, I'm like a big Family Guy person. It's, it was way more hilarious than I thought it was going to be. I think that's the way we're going to close out this show. What do you guys think? I think that's the best way to close out a show. Family Guy? <laughs> I didn't think I would be talking about Greek mythology and then Family Guy. <laughs> right? Who knew we'd get there? On the same episode. Can I just say, skipping ahead, can we look at the Amazon Women Fighters as our next project? Oh, I think it'd be interesting, actually. I think it, it would, too. You can also, you could probably bring in, like, uh, Wonder Woman because she's, like, an Amazon in the comics. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know we're fans. <laughs> So that gives you guys something really exciting to look forward to in a couple of months, probably, once we get all the research done. Us. Now, we have to tell them that we also have a new way you can support the show. And that is, I guess it's about three quarters of the way down the show notes. I have a little link in it that says support the show. And if you click it, it opens up and says, hey, use your charge card and help this woman out. Well, it doesn't sort say of. exactly that, <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you a chance. And I also always like to take this opportunity to say thank you to the people who have done it so far. Amazing, awesome, and super helpful. That's that one. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money, Sensei. Oh, my goodness, no. You, you know, you can go as low as a dollar. That's pretty cool. Close, I know. I know. That's great. We're not going to um, not accept any big donations. We're not going <laughs> to rule that out. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I really wouldn't. But anyway, so much more important than that is, thanks for doing this today. Oh, you're welcome. I love doing the show. Thank I you. love having you on. We just, I like the part that we learn and laugh at the same time. 
That's, you know, and of course you have the greatest personality, so it's wonderful. And the knowledge for us yeah, to yeah. help us get through these, because there is so much information out there about myths, but so much of it is unreliable. Us. Right. And I hope that like, people watch these episodes and they, they, they take this as like a starting point that they're going to do their own research because yeah. this is only like stepping stone. Like this yeah. is not the whole thing. This is like a tip of the iceberg. That's what I say too. I always say this is like a fifth grade level. If you were a fifth grader, you would do this report. But I mean, the amount of stuff that we all read just to get here was mind boggling. Us. All right, Cincy Jackie, we're going to call it. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. See you next time. And on that note, you know I'm signing us off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Oh, that was a good episode.